0: According to some stats, 50 to 70% of the people are not coming back to church because of COVID-19. We'll talk about that and more with our special guest, Greg Atkinson, next on the Church Solutions Podcast. Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions.
1: The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your
0: hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Welcome everyone to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast, and my name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. And I'm Mike Gray. And we are with you today as we uh, normally are every week. We're a uh, company that actually primarily does a lot of streaming video. We, we help churches do streaming video. We help them with tech stuff, mobile apps, and other good things. And we talk a lot about we're, we're geared towards helping people in ministry, helping people do church stuff. And uh, so sometimes we'll talk about other things besides tech, which is one of the things we're going to talk about today. As Mike uh, Gray pushes things around in his office and makes a lot of noise. Uh, so, sorry, Mike, you just, uh, Mike has joined us you, here. You can edit with that part out. Yeah, we'll, we'll edit that out. <laughs> you know, well, wait till the dogs start barking, then we'll, we'll, we'll edit uh, that out yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, all right. So our special guest today has been with us before. His name is Greg Atkinson. Greg is the founder of, uh, Worship Impressions, also First Impressions Conference, and uh, Greg is is an author. He's a, a leadership coach. He's he's a consultant. Uh, he's he's a member of the Forbes Coaching Council. I don't know what that is. Maybe we'll ask him about that in a moment. Uh, but he's worked with all sorts of churches and ministries, all sorts of uh, in all sorts of sizes and different stages that they're in. And uh, one of the things we thought we'd talk to Greg a little bit about today is how one of his specialties is is really how to make how to make first impressions to people when they walk in your church. And during the, this COVID nineteen thing, uh, we're probably going to grill him a little bit on. So, Greg, welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast.
1: Hey, thanks. It's good to be back with you guys.
0: Yeah, it's been a while. It's probably been what a year or two at least since we had you. At least so, three. Uh, yeah, thanks for coming back on. So, Greg, we're glad to have you here today. You bring a wealth of experience and knowledge in what you do. Uh, we're uh, at the time of this recording; it's mid September. And COVID-19 is still hanging around here uh, all over the country and all over the world. So uh, I'm going to let these guys ask you some questions here. But I'll just start off by saying, first of all, what is First Impressions Conference? So we can kind of set the table here of what you do and then how we can uh, talk to you about this.
1: Sure. Yeah, thank you. Uh, We are gearing up for our fourth First Impressions Conference, November 4th through 6th. Um, we've done three previous ones, uh, two were hundred percent online and one was live in Atlanta and it also streamed online at the same time. And then we, uh, I just didn't have a piece about doing another in person one this year and I didn't know why. And then COVID hit and I found out why, but, um, we pushed it back to November, late fall, and uh it's going to be 100 percent online we have a global audience people from all over the world we have global speakers we have 120 speakers uh we have 12 speakers from canada three speakers from australia and so um we uh we cover everything from first impressions guest services hospitality preaching worship communications children's ministry uh everything that it takes to pull off a sunday and um this year's theme is navigating a new season. We waited to pick this year's theme until after COVID hit, and everybody was talking about the new normal or the next normal. And um, a friend of mine said, um, instead of new normal, why not new season, which has a little bit more of a biblical connotation when you think in terms of seasons of the Christian life or seasons of a church. And so um, with all that's going on in the world and people having to start streaming for the first time, you know, obviously when I was on your podcast years ago, we were talking about churches streaming then. And, uh, man, it would have been great if everybody got on board back when we were talking about it years ago. And I've been blogging about it for 12 years. Uh, I first blogged about, uh, church online in 2008. So, um, uh, if, if, uh, if everybody would have been on, it would have been a lot easier transition. But a lot of people did jump on and, and have uh, bit the bullet and done some hard work. But um, uh, at this year's conference, we're going to talk about navigating a new season and going digital with communication. So we have a lot of communication specialists, a lot of online church people, people that will talk about greeting guests both in person and online, because a lot of churches have gone back to meeting in person so we're going to talk about that. And then a lot of churches are exclusively online or a combination hybrid online. And so we'll talk about greeting guests online and digital tools like digital bulletins, digital connection cards, digital first time guest gifts, things like that. And websites, yeah. social media, obviously. I have an a interview later this afternoon with a social media panel of experts. So um, we'll cover it all.
0: Wow. So, uh, I'll let Mike and Steve ask you a couple of questions here, but uh, I didn't get your invitation to speak at your conference. So there must've been a mix up (laughs) because I, uh, you you didn't, I don't see the invitation here in my email, but, uh, okay. I'm just being funny. All right. All right, guys, ask away here. We were going to talk a little bit about on ground, how to, how to change things on ground. But you mentioned right before this, that, you know, you're really specializing in also online first impressions online. So, uh, yeah. So, Steve Lacey, yeah. ask a question of Greg Atkinson today. Let's put Steve on the spot. What do you, well, what do you think? What you? You said. Make sure I heard this
2: right. You said 120 speakers at your conference.
1: Yes, yeah, about 120, 122 speakers. Wow. Yeah.
2: And it's totally online, and it, and it was it goes through several days. Then.
1: Yeah, it's a multi-day conference.
2: Oh wow! Well, that's. That is the
1: biggest event of the fall with the most diverse lineup of any church conference I've ever seen. It's uh, we're something we're very, we're very proud of.
2: Yeah. So I guess one of the questions would be um, pre-COVID, during COVID, post-COVID. I mean, you've kind of specialized in first impressions and your secret shopper piece. What do you think? What do you see are the major um trends and differences between you know pre covid during covid and i guess we're still we're still in covid and we probably uh, will be for a while yeah. and uh and what post covid might look like as far as first impressions and that that part of the ministry
1: yeah i agree i think we will be in covid for a while because we still haven't had the second wave yet that'll come in the fall with flu season and all that and my My wife's a nurse. Um, She tests people for COVID every single day. And what we're finding is most people that she tests now are turning out positive. When she first started testing back in March and April, most people would get negative results. And now most people that come in every day when they get their results is positive. So uh, it's definitely trending up. But um, the, um, uh one of our keynote speakers, Dr. Tom Rainer, uh, just came out with a book, The Post-Quarantine Church. I have a copy. I hadn't got to read it yet, but I was going to read it in preparation for the conference coming up, and he's going to be speaking on that at the conference, The Post-Quarantine Church. But um, we realized that there, you know, you, you've heard talk of um, people like Andy Stanley saying we're not going to meet until 2021, and then Brian Tome from Crossroads Church in Cincinnati, who's one of our keynote speakers, they said they weren't going to meet until 2021. So there's a lot of churches that have said, we're just going to stop the week to week. Is it this week? Is it this week? Is it next week? Is it this week? They're going to stop that and just postpone them for uh, a long season. Then there are those that are going to um, try to start that meeting in the fall. And there's some that started back meeting in late spring around May and some that did this summer. There's a lot of churches, depending on weather, that are doing outdoor services. And I've um, heard a lot of churches where they do kind of like a car drive-in, uh, like a drive-in movie. And so they're meeting in their cars and they're trying to stay socially distanced and and all that. But um, one of the things we've tried to help people, I've done some webinars this year, and then we're talking about it at the conferences to make people still feel welcome, whether they're tuning in like this online, looking at a camera or, um, or, uh, you know, a a church that meets small groups via Zoom, or um, uh, a lot of churches that are doing online church have Zoom hangouts, like before, they have a, uh, they have a,
0: there's the dog, sorry.
1: There's a lot of churches that have like a Zoom after party uh, where they meet in their uh, uh, Zoom room after, uh, after the, the the morning service. And so um, I've been watching uh, this past Sunday, for example, uh, we're recording this on a Thursday. On Sunday, I watched four services back to back to back to back, um, four sermons, four services. I, I actually enjoy this season. I sit there and, and watch all kinds of churches Uh, But one thing that was, you know, a personal story for me, one thing that was upsetting, and this is not the first time this has happened, is I tuned in to watch my own home church and they weren't streaming live on Facebook. They didn't cut the camera on. And uh, that's very upsetting because, you know, when you look at um, uh, polls across the country and Barna has done a lot of research and then I lead two large Facebook groups of about 20,000 people and and looking at polls nationally um m- most churches across North America, only 20 to 40 percent at most have come back. It's usually right around 30 percent of the congregation comes back when churches reopen. So that's great. But that means there's 70 percent of your congregation is still at home watching online. And that's why streaming companies like what you guys offer are so important, because so many people are, are, are at home, they don't feel comfortable. They have pre-existing conditions. They have a compromised immune system like my mom and my two, two of my three kids have compromised immune systems. My mom is recovering from bre- breast cancer. She can't uh, she can't be around anybody. you know she can't catch anything um, because of chemotherapy. And so uh, it's not that she's not dedicated. It's not that she's not committed. It's not that she does not plugged in and loves her local church, but she has a compromised immune system. Uh, me, last fall, a year ago, last November, I was at the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota getting treated and got four different diagnoses and had to go through some treatment. I have a compromised immune system. I can't be uh, out around that. And So, uh, so for me personally, to, to, to be very plugged into my home church, very committed, very sold out, and then tune in on Sunday and I can't see it because they didn't stream online is like a slap in the face. And some, some pastors, some churches have the, um, the thought of, um, well, if you're, if you're committed, if you're dedicated, you'll be here and we're not going to cut the camera on. And then some understand that a lot of people really wish they could be there. They're just not comfortable right now. And so they make uh, um, uh, the opportunity for them to watch online. And then I was a part of the church online summit and I talked about pastors staring down the, uh, the video camera and um, when they gather back together to be able to say, you know, hey, it's so great to see everybody here today. And for those of you watching online, we're glad you tuned in to to, to always welcome people, that online audience. That's a part of First Impressions.
2: Have you um, seen that, you know, now that more and more churches are going online and, you know, church hopping was a thing. But it was it took a little bit of work, effort, right, because you have to plan and go and. But now it's really easy, right? Because and we've had the benefit just running the streaming company. Because we check in on our ministries to just drop in on, you know, fifty ministries on a weekend. Um, uh, are you seeing or do you foresee people shopping church online? And what would be the what would make one church more appealing than than another?
1: Yeah, that's a good that we- question. Um, yeah, I, so I would say it, it's kind of two part. One, yes, you can easily church hop, um, just going from stream to stream to stream and service to service to service. However, when it comes to biblical community and what people long for and hunger for and thirst for, they're going to find that in relationship. And so being able to uh, do a Zoom small group or a Zoom hangout or uh, a house party, uh, a lot of churches are doing watch parties at houses where they get together with eight to 10 people in their house and they watch the service online together and they stay socially distanced in and, and a safe. Um, there's some places where they're doing temperature checks at the door and then they let in just a small group of people and they get together and watch the service. But I think community will always win out. We're gonna wanna spend uh, time in relationship and time with the body of Christ and, and hanging out together. Um, what When it comes to church hopping, what wins out is creativity and how they do the service, meaning, and I've said this since March, if you just stand on a large empty stage and a large empty auditorium and turn the camera on, people are going to tune out. It's, it just does not relate. And so I have seen Brian Houston of Hillsong Church in Australia in his living room with a small group of people I saw Jensen Franklin in Atlanta, Georgia, in his living room with his family and his grandkids and his wife and and daughter and son. I've seen um, uh, J.D. Greer, uh, president of the Southern Baptist Convention at the Summit Church in Raleigh-Durham, in a small little um, hallway with a bistro table, and he broke his sermon up. He had part one of his sermon, then a song, then part two of his sermon, then a song, then part three of his sermon, then a song. Online people have a shorter attention span because we can get up and go make popcorn or go make coffee or go to the bathroom or change the channel. And so we have shorter attention spans. And so the people that I've seen do the best, keep that in mind and think in terms of filmmaking and, and create ex- an experience that is, is, is easier for people to engage in their home comfort, uh, their comfort of their own home. However, what I'm hearing across the nation, as people go back to live in-person services, they're trying to change and adapt for that ever-changing uh, attention span where they break up the service and they do things a little bit more creatively and and um, um, trying to strike a balance with people that are in the room and people that are watching online.
2: One of the things uh, Greg, I was
3: wondering... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Mike. So... You had mentioned earlier when we were chatting that so many churches were finally forced to either get online or don't survive. Uh, So there's a lot of people that are new to the game at this point. They're starting, you know, they haven't been doing it for years and years. What, as a a, uh, person who sees a lot of online experiences, what's like it? I'm sure you have your top 10, but maybe one, two, three super easy ways to engage people with an online experience or or maybe three easy steps to improve your online experience. Now that you you got a camera turned on and people can see you and hear you. Uh, what are what are some simple things that people can do to make the experience more uh, uh, connective and uh, relevant for people?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I'll name three. Uh, You asked for about three. And so uh, what you're talking about is what Leonard Sweet for well over a decade in his writing has talked about epic, epic experiences, experiential, participatory, image-driven, connective. He's talked about this in his writing for books that go back 15 years. And so how do we create these epic experiences? And so... Uh, experiential, participatory, image-driven, connective. Uh, One thing I would say, uh, I call this the avatar concept, and that is, I see you, just to acknowledge those that are watching online. You know, when Craig Rochelle at Life Church, the largest church in America, when he stands up to preach, he is staring down the barrel of the camera, and he is talking directly to you at home because he knows That he has a larger audience of people watching online than people that are in the room, even though they're a megachurch, and so he's he's very uh, aware of I see you. And uh, it was interesting. I was watching a sermon the other week. Uh, Let me see if I can find um, the. uh, Let me pull up this note real quick because I took notes. Uh, This is El Roy Roy uh, El Roy El Roy the God who sees me, one of the names of God is Elroy, Roy, the God who sees me. And so when I talk about the avatar concept, I see you, it was something very important in that avatar culture in that movie for them to say, I see you. And so um, to be, everybody wants to be known, to be loved and to be known. There's a conference that I speak at. I'm gonna be speaking at it the second time in 2021, the Engaged Church Conference. And they they have this thing about being loved and known to be known. And so one, I see you too. And this is just a tip. uh, This is a pro tip uh, for people that they probably don't think about. And it's a very easy fix, very easy thing to change. And that is simply introduce yourself. Um, This is something that goes back to my secret shopper days. Of over the last decade, working with 200 churches, uh, visiting churches in person, where uh, some somebody, somebody comes up to to preach, and I don't know if he's the student pastor, if he's the missions pastor, if he's a teaching pastor, if he's the lead pastor, if he's a guest pastor, if he's the youth pastor, I have no idea. And so, some guy starts up and says, "Turn, open your Bible to First Peter, and uh, today we're going to be looking at." It. And I'm like, "Who are you? Who who are you?" Do you just assume that us as guests every Sunday is somebody's first Sunday? Every church has guests. Do you assume that we know who you are? And for those watching online in a global audience that have no context regionally, of pastor so-and-so is known in First Baptist Church. If they don't know who the pastor is, just walk up and say, hey, my name's Greg. I'm the lead pastor here, uh, and I just want to welcome you, and and uh, thank you for tuning in today. Introduce yourself, and so that's a second easy tip. And then the third is um, to engage and interact through the chat. Um, uh, one thing that uh, uh, Elevation Church does really well, Stephen Furtick is right here in my backyard. I live in the Charlotte metro, and Elevation Church has a big footprint here, and so every week I watch Elevation because they're very innovative, very creative, and I try to learn and to uh, watch what they're doing as well as worship. But, um, uh, but I catch them every week. And one thing that they did, which is not that hard, was they put a giant prompt screen or confidence monitor in the back that had the chat, the chat blown up where Stephen Furtick, as he's preaching, can see it. And so he says, hey, Joe in Topeka, Kansas, Hey, Sally in Kentucky, and he's talking to people because he can see them on the chat on a confidence monitor in the back. And so he'll say, type faith in the chat or uh, tell me what you're having for lunch. You know, he's just talking to them and interacting in real time, in real time, watching what's going on in chat. And so, one, I see you acknowledge them that they're there, even if you're back meeting in person. This is so important. This is so important. Even if you have regathered in person, if you have reopened your facility, 70% of your congregation or more is sitting at home. And so acknowledge them. Don't just treat the people special who are brave enough, quote, brave enough to show up in the room. Um, some people really want to be there, but they have health issues. And so say, I see you, and we acknowledge you, and we're welcome And then introduce yourself. My name's Greg. I'm the lead pastor. I'm one of the pastors here at Grace Church or whatever your church is. And then try to interact through the chat and through chat hosts. That's a great way for your greeters and ushers to volunteer now that they may not be volunteering in person. They can be an online chat host. And so uh, that's a, a, a creative way to interact.
0: If only there was a streaming company that had video and chat. Yeah. <laughs> if, uh, oh wait, I, well, I know only. one of those. Yeah, yeah. streaming church streamingchurch.tv. Uh, oh, I,
3: was, I thought you were referring to YouTube.
0: Oh no, no.
1: You guys have been saying this for years. I'm, I I uh, I remember it's it's been at least two or three years since I was on your podcast, but um, you know, I I have been telling churches for so long to to stream, and what 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 my plea is now, now that I have this opportunity. Uh, I want to say this on this podcast. This is my new plea that I've been saying to people. Do not let streaming be the crutch that gets you through COVID and then you bench it and go back to live only. Stick with streaming even when you get back in person and you're meeting in person. Always continue to stream. My friend Jeff Reed Talks about digital physical, physical, and digital. We're in a fidgetal world now. <laughs> there should always be streaming and in person from this point on. Twenty twenty was the was the 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 stake in the ground. From now on, we are in a fidgetal world, and it doesn't matter if there's a vaccine. It doesn't matter if there's no COVID. It doesn't matter if there's no health restrictions. Still stream. Still offer streaming. For those that who knows who may tune in and who may be, be able to hear the good news of the gospel just because they stopped by your website at the right time and saw the sermon, always stream from this point on. We're in a digital world.
2: So, along those lines, and you mentioned earlier about media and kind of taking a media approach to things, you know, some of the things that, that media is really good at and i've heard recently of churches ramping up uh, the ability to create video studios at the church uh-huh. and there's, so there's there's a whole new skill set that is really not part of the church right now you I know mean, i'm not you know there's media directors but they're not necessarily geared for you know they're 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 thinking you know i'm thinking you know, that means uh, the media arts, you know, the play, the the projector, the, the graphics, the visuals. Um, so do you see new roles emerging and new skills needed um, for the church as it moves forward?
1: Yeah, I've talked with several people about uh, changing the way we budget, changing the way we staff, new roles, Uh, For example, right now in this COVID season, we need new roles on Sunday morning. Somebody's got to come by in between services and sanitize and disinfect the auditorium. Somebody's got to be wiping down door handles and pews and seats. Um, That's a new team that used to not exist. And then right now, the big talk in, in my Facebook groups and that everybody's talking about is online pastors and can I find an online pastor job description? Everybody asked for that every single week. I saw it this morning at breakfast. Where can I find an online pastor job description? And so, uh, Life Church, by the way, Open Church has a lot of great free resources. You can find all kinds of job descriptions through Open dot Life Church. But, um, but there are uh, there are a lot of. Um, uh, positions like that, whether it be online church or online host or chat host, but also, uh, you mentioned, uh, churches creating studios. I saw this recently where churches are finding little rooms or little hallways where they can find a little space to set up a camera and a backdrop and to have a host holding a microphone and, and they're in their, their, um, I remember the last time I was in church physically was March 7th and 8th. I was consulting with a really large Catholic church in the Baltimore area and they're kind of blazing a trail for new Catholic churches and they were singing Chris Tomlin and Hillsong worship and it was just an incredible thing. But they were streaming online and they had a place where off to the side the hosts were talking in between services and they were chatting and they were speaking to people at home. So that next week when they had to close down due to COVID, I was there on the last week. They had hand sanitizer everywhere and sanitizer stations. But um, uh, we all kind of knew this is probably the last week and then everything shut down March 15th. But um, that uh, that last week, uh, I saw the host in between services standing on the side of the stage talking and chatting and kind of emceeing. And I thought they're going to be just fine. They're going to be just fine. They'll just go right into this new season with no problem. They never missed the beat. You know, something else I've been talking about for years is churches uh, trying to ramp up and increase their online giving. The churches that were on board already listening to you guys years ago when we did that last podcast that were streaming and that had online giving set up have not missed the beat. I did a poll in my Facebook group and said, is giving up? down or the same, and most people were either the same or up, and a small minority were down, but uh, so many churches are thriving right now, because it's never been about the building, it's never been about the building, and that's what Andy Stanley's saying right now at North Point, of we're still doing ministry, we're, we're, we're as missional as ever, we're in the community, we're doing stuff, we're passing out food, we're doing incredible stuff, You know, we've heard for years people have always asked that question that was hypothetical of um, if your church went away, would your community rise up and say, we miss you? We want the church back. This is the time to know that right now when quarantine kicks in and COVID kicks in and a second wave kicks in and you can't meet in person. This is the time to find out, are you relevant Does the church matter? Do people miss being there? Do do they support you even when they can't come in person? And so this has been a hard, hard refining fire for the church, a test by fire. This has been a hard season, and and I don't take it lightly. This has been a hard season for my small church plant that I'm a part of and for a lot of churches to find out, do people support us and are they plugged in and engaged Beyond one hour on Sunday morning, if all we ever had was one hour on Sunday morning, what were we doing? If we put everything and all of our staff and resources and budget and focus and attention on one hour on Sunday morning, what were we doing with the other six days of the week? And so this was our chance to find out, are we like the early New Testament church that um that can that can last without a building or meeting in homes or small groups or through the beauty of technology which uh you guys offer.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Guys, we're out of time here. I know there's probably some other questions, so we'll need to have you <laughs> yeah. have you have you back on here, Greg. Greg Atkinson has been our guest today and he's the founder of Worship Impressions as well as First Impressions Conference. And and uh so Greg, if, if somebody needs some help on and I mean, obviously, you know, we have for years, and we're more than happy to help any church that's listening to this podcast, this video. But how can people get a hold of you?
1: Yeah, well, my name is Greg Atkinson, so you can go to gregatkinson.com. You'll find me on Twitter, at Greg Atkinson, Instagram, at Greg Atkinson, and you can search my name on Facebook. But uh, And then the First Impressions Conference is just firstimpressionsconference.com. Worship Impressions is just worshipimpressions.com. Uh, I'm I'm a real big digital real estate guy. I blogged about digital real estate in 2009 for Leadership Network and it blew up and I said, there can only be one gregackinson.com. You better go grab it now. There can only be one gracechurch.com. There can only be one grace.church. And I've worked and consulted with both of them, um, but people that grab up that digital real estate. And so Uh, whatever your church is slash live or slash online or whatever you're grabbing up for your online service. Um, I'm a big fan of digital real estate, but you can find me online at Greg Atkinson.
0: All right. Good. Well, good deal. And, uh, Uh, If if people want to reach us, uh, it's just support at streamingchurch.tv. We're the originals, streamingchurch.tv. There's other people that try to be like us, but we're the originals. Uh, So look, uh, my opinion, COVID-19 has changed the way we do church permanently. Uh, I really believe that. And so if we can help you in any way, uh, those of you listening, uh, any way we can help you, uh, we're certainly available. So guys, we are out of time. It went really fast. Uh, Thank you, Steve Lacey. You're welcome. Glad and to be here. Thank you. and thank you, Michael Gray. Yes,
3: me and, and my dog. You're welcome. And your dog?
0: Yeah, your dog. I, we missed a question from your dog, but we'll try to get that next time. And, and again, <laughs> again, and, and again, thank you, Greg. Greg Atkinson. Yeah. Uh, thank you for being yeah. our guest today. We, we will have you back thank sooner than sooner than. Thank in. you. Thank yeah, you. Sooner than a couple years ago. We'll 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 get you back sooner. So all right, guys, and thank you for listening to the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Phil Thompson. Please take care of yourself. We will catch you again next time on another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast.